Welcome to the Soul Tribe Podcast. The Soul Tribe Podcast was created to help you navigate through the world of spirituality, wellness, and self-development in an easy, grounded, and relatable way. We break down everything from the Akashic Records, manifesting, spirituality, and so much more. We want to help expand your boundaries and bring the spiritual world to you in a fun and easy way. Get ready to be inspired with tips, tools, and easy-to-digest information. Let's do this. Welcome back to the Soul Tribe Podcast. I hope you are having a great day, a great week, a great weekend, whenever you're listening. I'm doing a solo episode today, so this is me, Lorena, and... I kind of went back and forth on what I was going to talk about this week, but quite a few things have come up, I think personally, but also I always see patterns. It's so funny. I always tell people like this week or this month, and I talk a lot about that stuff on the Patreon as well, where the themes that come up, I go deeper into them for people because I think as a collective, we're all really connected. You know, we're not individuals were were a collective we're all connected energetically so it doesn't surprise me many times that I'll get readings from people that are all going through very similar energies emotions um, that sometimes I can resonate with sometimes I'm not going through that but that's okay I can still observe and see that um, but what came up to talk about, which I thought would be interesting. And I think this goes very nicely with some of the themes we've been talking about here of uh, moving more into 5D, of um, healing as healers, all these things that I've kind of been talking about also on my solo episodes. Uh, And I think this idea of choosing ourselves or choosing yourself because with all the studying that I'm doing with family constellations and understanding this concept of how everything really starts with our family, um, it's I see it time and time again in readings where we're all each needing to choose ourselves. I'm included in that, and I'll go a little bit into what I've been feeling. Um, but... I guess the first thing I would start with is like, what does choosing yourself really mean? And I kind of thought about that for a bit. And obviously, with my records open and all that, but to me, choosing yourself would be like living your life and creating the life that you desire. What makes you happy? What makes you feel expanded? What makes you feel, in a sense, like kind of limitless? what makes you feel centered. There's many words to this. I can, I can go on for an hour. But for me, it was more like creating the life or living the life even just that you feel gives you the peace, the connection that you need. And that doesn't mean that it has to be perfect every single day, right? It just means that you're on that path, that you're choosing that every day. And that ultimately is choosing yourself. And choosing ourselves is is like choosing everything it's taking it all right it's the good the bad even though I don't like to do this go into this duality but it's accepting everything from the ups the downs the emotions the thoughts 
that's the starting point. That's like, that would be like the first step in choosing yourself or ourselves. And we can only start from acceptance. And I know for some of us, that can take some time. And I'm still on that journey fully. I know I'm, I'm choosing myself more and more, but it's the full acceptance that for many of us, I think is very hard and accepting acceptance is really important because it's accepting what has been, what has happened, where we were at, but also where we are at and who we are now. And, and always remember that we can change. Things can change. We can choose different every single day. And this is what I mean. Choosing yourself is also being able to know that you have a choice. But it is full acceptance that starts that path of choosing ourselves. The moment we go into regret, shame, guilt, or anger, and I've talked about some of these emotions in different episodes here and on the Patreon, um, the moment we're in that, we are not aligned with moving forward with choosing ourselves, like that being the base of it, right? And this goes for, this one can manifest, right? We'll see this in different ways in our lives when we know that we're not choosing ourselves by the patterns that we're in. This could be partners that show up, our family, not being able to put up boundaries or people overstepping on boundaries. Um, But ultimately, and when we're in some of these emotions and we're not choosing ourselves, we're rejecting parts of ourselves. And... If we're in rejection of parts of ourselves, we're not in full acceptance, so we're not fully choosing ourselves. So the rejection, it's like leaving a piece of the puzzle out, right? It's like you have to look at it all. You have to look at the big picture. And that doesn't mean that, I mean, like I like to say, it's like like doing it with no judgment, right? How do I look at myself? How do I accept everything with no judgment? Also knowing in the back, of my mind in the back of my heart or, or deep down inside that I can choose different and I can change and that I don't have to judge myself. And I know that's, that's a practice. I want to say that because I think for a lot of us are like, well, I don't know how to do that. You have to practice that every day. You have to make that part of who you are and how you live. And this also goes into like like I said, everything outside of us, and I was talking to a client the other day about this, a couple clients actually, of how when we're, especially I think our family, and I'm going to go more into the family a little bit later, but especially when we have issues and themes that come up in our family that we have that are unresolved or we don't want to look at, everything around us will, will show us that will show us that in every way from the, our work, our work relationships, um, our family, and those dynamics will reflect in everything from our partner, from the opportunities we get and how expanded we feel. And our relationships will always suffer in that sense because the best mirrors are relationships and that could be friendships or partners, a relationship with life ultimately right acceptance of who we are so that we can accept who's in front of us so we'll 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 probably run into situations where we're complaining or we're we're having a hard time accepting something outside of ourselves their boundaries are being crossed 
Um, everything just feels hard. And ultimately that, that it always starts with us, right? I always say that like, if there's something manifesting in your relationship with like your mom, your dad, or your partner, go inside and figure out what you're not accepting of yourself first. There's a part of you that you're rejecting probably, probably. I'm just saying, I'm speaking in general. We'd have to look into your specific case, but, um, but we get to choose ourselves here. And this is, this is something that we have a, we have literally, we have that choice. And I think a lot of us don't realize that we can accept who we are moving forward. I've learned this and in, in everything outside of me was reflecting that I wasn't choosing myself. It was so obvious from the outside, but there's a part of me in my head and my ego that was trying to kind of convince me otherwise or show me something else. And I talk a lot on here about my self-love journey um, and my self-love journey ultimately, like now that I look back, was was and it still is about choosing myself my therapist he says this to me all the time he's like you're first you're second and you're third you're 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 in first second and third place you have to be above everything and not in 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 um in a selfish way right and i think sometimes choosing yourself might seem like it's being selfish it's not because you have you have to take care of yourself but he always said that to me and it took me months to understand that until I realized that choosing yourself is ultimately loving yourself. They're, they're equal and choosing yourself and realizing that there's parts of you that you might not understand. There's parts of you that you're probably struggling with. There's parts of you that feel frustrated because you keep repeating a pattern, but in that frustration, in that overwhelm in that anger towards our situations towards ourselves we're ultimately separating from ourselves we're, we're not in the right frequency and that will lead us to not choose ourselves so we're going to be in this frequency where we're not connected to life and our desires and our goals and creating because there's other things distracting us from it and I think the word rejection is really important here because we all have a form of rejecting parts of ourselves. And I think that's very common. Um, and I don't like to label things as good, good and bad. You know, I think especially with through the Akashic Records, it's all about acceptance and understanding. And I think shifting that energy into understanding, like, why am I feeling this way? the same way you would talk to your friend and and try to figure things out you do the same thing with yourself and it's really a journey I think I talked a little bit about this when I was on the Laura Lee like the five minutes with Laura Lee kind of thing um, where I was talking about the onion layers and we've talked about the onion layers and healing how everything comes in layers and it's a process and it's a journey and a lot of us are trying to scramble for the finish line and that energy will not get us will not get us far quicker, right? It's just not, that mindset's not, that's not how healing works. It's more, let me work through this at my pace. Let me do what's right for me. And what's right for me might not be right for you. So this isn't about giving all the solutions. And ultimately, when you go 
get help from somebody, be it a therapist, a healer, a reader, an intuitive, they can give you insight. They can give you confirmation on things you're already feeling. And this is where I think readings are so beautiful when, when that happens, because you, you knew you had the answers inside of you. You just weren't trusting or listening. But ultimately, what that person can do is set you on the path of understanding things, but then you have to do the work, right? And the work starts with you accepting where you're at, accepting what was. And I think specifically when we go into the family part and rejection, rejection is ultimately something you don't want to look at or you're denying or that can be kept like in the shadow, right? And that could be things that you've lived, things that you've seen in your family, things that you don't agree with. But there has to be acceptance of what was because otherwise then there, re, re, there's rejection, right? Rejections on the other side of acceptance. So I think it's a good practice for everybody to, to always be in what, it, what am I not accepting? Or you can turn that question around and say, what am I rejecting? What am I not wanting to see? What am I turning away from? Especially when there's feelings of shame or guilt that come up or anger, there's always something there to uncover. And I think always our behaviors and things outside of us, triggers will show us that. And I've talked, you know, I've done episodes on here about that. Um, but choosing, like not choosing ourselves for some people might mean that you're choosing or you're putting somebody else above you. And it's so interesting sometimes when uh, we, I've done a couple of family constellations in Uruguay recently in the last couple of months. <clears throat> and um, I really got to see and feel <laughs> because I don't think I've had a family constellation session where I haven't cried. Um, felt how there was a part of me that didn't want to look at myself or my future or where I was going because I was so worried about what was going on around me. It's unconscious, right? For me, I wasn't even realizing it. And I don't realize it sometimes, I'm going to be honest. But I think even this could, this is going to hold us back from abundance, from bringing in opportunities, from feeling alive, right? Because ultimately choosing yourself is choosing life. Because some of us might be stuck in this pattern of worrying unconsciously about things from our family, right? I, I've kind of talked about this in different ways, especially in the episode with Marina, the family constellator. And I mentioned the session I had done for this pain I had on my hip, right? I was... I was um, I was basically what came through and, and it literally the pain went away the next day or hours after. I don't even remember exactly the time frame, but it was like within 24 hours, the pain in my hip that I had for almost two years or a year and a half was gone. And it was this symptom that was showing up in my body because of this, this pain that I held onto for my mom that I didn't even realize I was holding onto this. I had never seen my mom so sad and I remember when, after like all this came through and I cried a lot in that session. I remember I just, I was bawling and I remember mom, like this 
just bringing my memory back to those moments. It was weeks and weeks of mom just locking herself in the room. We'd be having, trying to have dinner. Dad was trying to keep it together for everybody. And it was like, whoa, like what's going on? And I remember worrying and I remember this anxiety hitting him, like talking about this, I'm getting emotional. It's like those things that you block out. And I actually just got a question from a friend of like how, you know, sometimes we, we have these things that we block out, we're rejecting them in a way because we're scared. And a lot of times we're not supposed to remember everything. And it's okay that we don't remember everything, but the memory will come back if we need to see it. It will come back in the moment that will be most opportune for your healing. This is why I always say don't force things. But in this case, that session helped me remember just how difficult it was seeing my mom in that. And in that moment, there was a part of me that held on to that pain for her. And it manifested in my body years later. And I think it was probably like looking back now that I was around the age that my uncle had died. And I think that triggered something in me because there's a fear in me also. What if I die? I, I, I had this like underlying fear like I was going to die at around the same age, which was like 30 something. I think it was like 33 or 32. And I was convinced I was going to die in my 30s. I don't know. It was the weirdest thing. But these are unconscious things, right? It's fears that might not even be yours that you're holding on to. So that's what I'm saying. When we're holding on to things... Like I said, many times these are unconscious. We're not really thinking that we're holding on. It's just, it's an emotional state that we are in for a moment that unconsciously we hold on to somebody's pain, especially in our family system, because we love our family, especially I think as when we're younger, there's so much loyalty and even as adults, but when we're younger, this is where a lot of this is absorbed, right? There's specific like age, like moments of age, like, you know, zero to seven, seven to 14, 14 and over until we're adults. And then we can start to really think more through things. We can become more rational. We can start to become adults in that sense. And we can choose for ourselves. That doesn't make it any easier, right? Because a lot of these patterns were still dragging them from when we were younger. But this sense of a lot of these things coming from these unconscious loyalties because we love our family so much. If we look at it in the soul sense, we have soul contracts with these human beings, with these souls, these human beings in this life, in this incarnation, but with these souls that we've decided we're going to come learn these really difficult lessons and really try to understand ourselves through these relationships, through these situations and through these emotional states because our soul needs it. And this is why I love family constellations and Akashic records because we can see these patterns so clearly. They're, they're just so clear. That's the best way to explain it. And, and I think a lot of times we have to realize that there are things playing in the background unconscious that we don't realize. The best way to start and to bring awareness to this is to start to realize where there's, there's patterns, things that repeat, things that we say to ourselves, beliefs. And we can realize, why am I choosing this here, right, right here? 
Why do I believe this is the only outcome? Why do I believe this is the only way to move forward? Because these beliefs sometimes have come from these loyalties in our family that are so ingrained in us from generations back until we can stop and say, wait, what do I want? Choosing myself right now, would I make this choice? Would I do this? Would, would this be the life I'm living? And I think a lot of us are waking up. A lot of us are healing. A lot of us are starting to see these patterns. But when we're in these unconscious loyalties with our family, which we have to realize that we've somehow decided that out of love. Because we love those around us so much that we would literally give... Some people even give up their life. They give up their life for their family members. And this is... It it can be through illness. Something suddenly happens. There's an accident. This is how strong this loyalty is. So imagine with beliefs and behaviors, with possibilities. But... We have to become aware of them because that will set us free. That will allow us to live our life. And ultimately, in the energetic sense, when we're born into this life, we have free will. And that free will will allow us to choose what's right for us. And a lot of times, choosing ourselves is choosing through our soul. So we create this kind of energetic separation from our soul, our lessons, and our alignment when we're not choosing ourselves. It is part of the process, so I'm going to say that. So it's not that we're off path or that we're not doing the right thing. It's like we just have to figure out our timing with it when we're ready. Some of us may never feel ready, and that's okay. There's no no right or wrong here. But it's always trying to come back to ourselves, our soul, and our essence. Because that is ultimately what's going to help us feel in tune, help us feel expanded, help us feel more grounded and present. And we can only create a life that makes us happy by first choosing ourselves. Otherwise, in some way, shape, or form, we are living somebody else's life. So for some of us, that might look like, well, I went and studied to be a doctor because that's what my father expected of me. But it didn't make me happy, but that's a life that I'm living now, and it's fine. Or I went to college because that's what was expected of me but I really wanted to do this thing over here. Or I keep going to church because that's what my, pa- my parents always instilled in me that if I didn't, you know, if I didn't have a religion or if I didn't believe in God, then something bad would happen to me. So much fear, so much fear. There's fear on that. And it's f- ultimately that fear is I'm doing this thing or I've chosen in some unconscious way or even conscious because you know you're still doing it. You're doing it because you feel like you're going to be loved if you choose that. But then you're separating from yourself because you're giving this message, right, of as long as my father or mother or this person or that person love me, everything will be okay but at the cost of you separating from yourself and not choosing yourself. It always has to be about choosing yourself. It's, it's such a fascinating topic to me because I, like I said, I've been on this self-love journey my whole life. It's been something that has been 
really difficult. I'm going to be completely honest. I want to be vulnerable today. I think I've, something I've been thinking more and more about is about sharing more here about my, my own emotions, my own feelings, and my own kind of journey, because I think that could really benefit a lot of you. And it's, and it's something that a lot of you come to me, and they said, you know, I heard your podcast. I heard you talking about this. That is exactly how I'm feeling. And I think a lot of us are on this on this path of choosing ourselves. I kind of want to talk a little bit before I kind of go into some of these patterns of what can bring up this pattern of not choosing yourself. Mostly family stuff I want to talk about. And I've talked a little, I've given some examples, but go more in concrete into that. What's been really hard for me is realizing that not choosing myself has brought me to attract so much emotional kind of chaos, I guess, in a sense, with myself, where I feel so separated from myself that I felt like a sense of loneliness. And today I can say that I don't feel that. I don't feel that. I feel like even though the journey has been hard, I ultimately feel like, wow, I, I'm he- like, I'm, first of all, I'm here. I know things will open up for me. And I know that I'm only helping everybody else around me by doing that. Because by not choosing myself, it's causing not only pain in myself, but pain in those around me. Because I think my mom, I remember like years back, and I told, talked a little bit about this on one of the first episodes where I was talking about how a lot of my struggle was also with anxiety, depression, years and years, especially panic attacks. And I'm a very emotional person. I'm very emotional. I like to feel... And I know there's parts of me that sometimes shut down because it's felt too much for not me because I can feel it all. I don't, I don't really mind that, but I think, you know, I've been in situations and scenarios where it's felt like I couldn't because of people that were around me because it felt like it was too much or it was not accepted. Right. So this is what I mean by choosing yourself. It's not it's not choosing to be in those situations or choose those people to be around you because it's ultimately not helping you. But I think a lot of what I saw outside of me was that other people weren't accepting me or people were judging me or people were um, not seeing who I really was. But they couldn't until I saw that in myself until I could be real with myself, until I could express myself. And it's, it's a journey, guys. <laughs> like, it's a journey. And nothing's perfect. You know, some of you come, come to readings and you're like, oh, when, when is this going to happen? Or how? I thought I already healed this. It's like, you did heal some of it. You did a lot of work pat yourself on the back, but you got to keep going. It doesn't end here. It's like fitness, right? I always look at it that way. And I think the moment that that changed in my brain, that mindset change, it's like, I'm not going to the gym to lose weight. I'm not going to the gym. It's a lifestyle. I want to do this till the end of my days. 
because I want to be strong. I want to be fit. I want to feel good. I want to feel energized. It's, it's part of who I am. So I go to the gym and I lift. And there's days I don't feel like it, but I push myself and I still go. And the days that I need to rest, I rest. But it's part of my journey. And the moment we start seeing things as something separate to us, then they can't become part of, of our life, part of who we are. Because then it's, there's an ultimatum or there's a, an ultimate goal or there's a finish line. What if we look at healing and all of this is not like a finish line? It's just part of our journey here. To me, that gives us a sense of peace. It's like we can, oh, we can breathe. We can, like, we can get the tension off of our shoulders and be like, all right, I'm, I'm in this. I'm, on, I'm in the car. Let's just go, right? Let's, just, let's, let's go for a joyride. <laughs> let's take it easy. Um, but it has been hard, I have to be honest. And each moment has led me to the next. So I trust that. And I'm at a point now where it's like, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to make the same mistakes. And I think a lot of us can, and I'm not hard on myself if I do, but I think a lot of times it's this idea that I just want to make sure I fully integrate these lessons that I've learned and that I'm still learning. The more I can do that, the more I can make sure that I'm always choosing myself. Because I, I know myself. And this is where knowing and becoming aware and being conscious of certain things can help you because it will help you choose better. It will help you see things clearly and not from that lens of the belief or that family loyalty or that behavior that you've always been in or what you've usually done, right? I'm going to talk a little bit now about what can hold you back from choosing yourself? To me, the first thing that I wrote here, and I, had, I took like some notes as I was like thinking about this episode and what I was going to say, family is the base of everything. And this is where I feel like it's the roots. If you can imagine like the tree with all the roots, it's, those are the roots where things stem from. And a lot of things that we don't know or realize right now could be coming from your family system, the energetics of your family, maybe are. And I think there's always, and it, it's some, some people get so surprised when they do a reading with me because they're like, oh, I didn't realize that. And I'm like, wow, yeah. I mean, even just me channeling the information, I'm like, wow, how interesting of this thing that you're living here that looks so separate to your family is actually way more linked than you ever thought. And I think the more we can reflect on our path with our family and what that really was like and how we felt, if our emotional needs were met, if there was trauma, if there was abuse, if there was, it can be something so small in our mind, but could have affected us in massive and incredible ways. From a pat like this, like this is something I see time and time again in readings of. You know, someone will come like, "Oh, my upbringing was great. It was amazing. I had really supportive parents." Okay, great, and I'm sure all parents do their best, and I and I see that through the readings. We all do the best that we can, even with ourselves, right? Even though we might 
quote unquote, make a mistake or repeat a pattern several times or many times, we're still doing the best that we can. And this is the thing when I say of acceptance is I accept that my parents and my family and this person or that person showed up in the best way that they could. They had no other way of showing up because that's all they knew. This is acceptance. And then with that also, depending on how toxic or how complicated something is, then we would set boundaries and we would take care of ourselves. But going back to what I was just saying is a lot of times we are so stuck in our mind of, well, but my parents were there and they provided for me and they did this and that. Okay, great. That's amazing. But I'm seeing here a pattern of you feeling emotionally neglected or that your parents were never around. But when they were around, it was great. But you needed them to be around and they weren't. And that was painful for you. Your inner child is angry. Your inner child is feeling sad. So that will then recreate this pattern and this belief, unconscious of course many times, that you're not lovable or that you don't deserve to be seen or that you don't deserve to be acknowledged. That creates some super ingrained beliefs. And then what happens with that? We can't choose ourselves because then we start to attract relationships where the person isn't present. They're not there for us. They're not taking our emotions or our um, situations into account. There's bypassing. And then we're like, why am I attracting these relationships? Well, that could be a reason, for example. Or it could have just been a pattern we saw with our parents. That they were constantly in this argument or constantly bickering or constantly judging the other person, right? In that case, you might fall into that pattern where either the other person judges you or you find people in your life, friendships, partnerships, whatever, where you're constantly judging. And that becomes hard because then you can't fully connect to the person because you're already putting up that kind of wall by your unconscious belief. The belief might be, that I can never get along with the person I'm with. And this, you know, this can show up just by you seeing it or by things that your mom said to you or your father said to you, your mom this or your mom that. And all of a sudden, whoa, having a partner will mean that I'm going to be in a relationship where the other person's constantly going to be judging me or saying these things to me or, the, or there's always going to be arguments. And I think a lot of times it's interesting the relationship that we each, regardless of, of um, what we've been through, or our relationship with our mom is one of the most important relationships. I'm actually recording this on Mother's Day, so Sunday, May 14th, which is funny. <laughs> um, but our relationship with our mom is the most important thing because our mom is the base of everything. It's our emotional state. So always look at that relationship and what it truly has, has been for you because it can uncover so much. So the family can create certain, like I said, beliefs, learned beliefs from family, behaviors, expectations. Like, for example, something that we were kind of like looking at the other day in, in class, actually a couple of weeks ago, <clears throat> is this thing of like these beliefs that 
your family, they could have said them out loud, right? It's family always comes first, or you're always there for your family. It doesn't matter what you're going through. Your family's always first. Wow. Okay. And then you take that belief because it was repeated over and over again, and you abandon yourself. So whenever somebody in your family needs something, it's always, I'm always there. I'm always giving them money. I'm always providing for them. It's, it doesn't matter if it's your, your sister or your father or your uncle or your aunt. And all of a sudden you're like, why, am I, why is my energy depleted? Why am I not able to complete all these things that I, need, that I need to in my life because I want and I desire to? And all of a sudden you have to kind of take a step back and say, am I even taking care of myself? This can come in many shapes and forms. And I think a lot of us would be surprised when we start to look at how we're living, if it's actually something we're choosing or it's something that was expected of us or it was a belief. And I think as we get older, we start realizing there's things we don't resonate with, but we unconsciously repeat it. And that is not allowing us to choose ourselves. And we have to remember, and like I said, no judgment here towards ourselves or anybody. It's more that belief might have come from a great grandparent or a grandparent that had no other choice but to be there for their family because of the circumstances. So that was ingrained in the collective of the family. From It could be generations back. We just don't know. Things can manifest gener- generations after they actually happened or they were present. And ultimately, we have to remember this non-judgment is because we followed this belief or we unconsciously took it on because we needed to feel accepted. We needed to fit in and we needed to feel loved. And that at a young, young, young age, I'm talking when we're born for especially the first years of our life, feeling, fitting in and being accepted literally means that we're going to live because if we're rejected, we could, we could die. We need our mother. We need our family. We need the emotional support. We need to be fed. We need to be warm. We need to be clothed. We, we, we need that. It's a physical need. So even in the womb, and I've done a whole episode about how our, how the, our mom's pregnancy and the delivery can have a huge impact on us emotionally. So it's sometimes really interesting to see what your mom's been through to see what, what you can relate to, what has come up in your life. And then... Another thing, I took a few more notes here, but trauma, for a lot of us, there's a lot of traumatic things that have happened through our family. And this could be death, grief, this could be obviously um, any kind of abuse, can lead to a lot of patterns as well, right? And a lot of codependency in some cases, and a lot of rejection. So because this person hurt me so much, I, I reject them. And then ultimately, everything in our life will come, come back for us to heal that in different ways. It depends on the circumstances. But for some, some of these unhealthy patterns that we see in the family system can, can lead to codependency and people-pleasing, which also separate us from choosing ourselves. Expectations and loyalties, conscious or unconscious, can also lead us Because the loyalties are generally in regard to feeling loved and accepted and not rejected. 
So then a lot of times it's things that we wouldn't necessarily choose because that's what we desire, what we want for ourselves. It's more, it's for the good of the family. It's for the good of feeling accepted. It's for the good of feeling like I'm a part of something and that I feel I could feel loved. So for example, it's, I see this so much. It's a child taking the place or the role, not the place, the role of the mother. So let's say mom has to go out and work because she's a single mom and she's she's having a hard time and it's difficult. So she goes out and she works and then she, there's, let's say, three siblings. You're one of those siblings. You're the oldest. So all of a sudden you are unconsciously or even consciously because your mom said, make sure you take care of your siblings. I'm going to be gone until this time today and I need you to make sure that they're okay. And all of a sudden you're cooking you're taking care, you're changing the diapers, and maybe you're nine or you're 10. This is an extreme case, right? But this could be just like even way little things, like smaller things. But all of a sudden, you're worried about your mom, for example. So you're, you're emotionally supporting your mom because you feel like she's alone because your dad isn't treating her well. So you all of a sudden, you're not your mom's mom. You're your mom's partner. You're support, supporting her. You're there for her. This is unconscious. You don't realize you're doing it. You're small. And then that continues on. And then all of a sudden, you find yourself in this pattern where you can't find a partner because you're your mom's partner. You've taken on that role. You're there for her. She hasn't asked you to do that. But you see so much pain and you love your family so much that you unconsciously take that role on. We have to be in our role, in our place in the family. That will also push us towards not choosing ourselves. A big one I see, and I did a whole thing of this on the, on the Patreon. I'll make sure I link the Patreon on, on, on the episode. Shame and guilt, secrets. A lot of secrets are around shame and guilt. If there's huge secrets in the family that a lot of times we don't even know exist. Some were uncovered in my family this just a couple months ago. I was like mind blown. This is a big one. So, so many, I would say most family systems probably have some kind of secret or underlying something that doesn't want to come out because it, it caused so much shame and guilt, but somebody in the family system will bring that out. And ultimately when there's so much shame and guilt, it's like, you can't be free. You can't choose yourself either especially if you're the person that's bringing that up, right? Without you even realizing it. So there's always going to be like that person, the outlier in the family, the one that's doing things differently and bringing up awareness in the family for everybody to heal. A lot of us are in that place in different ways. And sometimes it's more than one person in the family system. Usually there's one that comes out with it. It's like explodes. It's big, right? Um, but light needs to be shed on the unspoken. Sometimes it's not that it's a secret, it's just something that was never talked about. And this could go around many things. It's, it could be abuse, it could be um, a death, it could be pain and grief, it could be somebody that killed somebody, somebody that was shunned, somebody that had some kind of mental illness. It could be so, so many things here, so many things. 
it's interesting sometimes to sit with family members and talk about these things. Like some, some people don't even know it. And this can totally come up in a family constellation session or an Akashic record reading or any kind of intuitive reading where you ask about like, is there something in my family that, and a lot of times that energy will come up without, without it having to be that hard. Even though you might not see the exact thing, but it can, it can come up around certain people or energies and that could, that literally lightens the load in the family system because all of a sudden there's something that could be looked at and seen and all of a sudden there's peace restored. doesn't mean there's still, there's still emotions to be felt and things to see around that, but a lot of times it can help so much and it doesn't just help the person that sees it or does the session or does or is doing the healing, it's everybody, Every, everybody will, it's a collective, it's an, it's a, it's an energy field, everybody's affected by the healing. These are just some examples, but I think it would be interesting for everybody to take from this also, and ask yourself, are there patterns in my life that aren't allowing me to choose myself? And put them into categories, right? Maybe you can have a category which is a family. Another is work. Another is yourself. Another is beliefs. Another is expectations. You know, I think a lot of us are hard on ourselves as well. It's something that we've learned. It's, it's learned behavior many times. Other times it's something that was put on us, right? So there was an expectation of how we had to show up in our family or the role that we had to play or that we had to be there for those around us. For me, for example, nobody told me, Lorena, be good. Just sit there. It's going to be okay. It's the moment my sister comes in into the family. She was very ill. Everybody was worried. We didn't know if she was going to survive. No one had to tell me that. I would play by myself. I would keep my mouth shut. I didn't want to bother anybody. But then that led me down this path of not speaking up, repressing emotions. But no one told me that. I just knew I had to be good. That's all I knew. And I knew it was for the good of the family because they were going through so much. And I'm talking of a year and a half, a year and a half, a year and something, maybe two years, two years old. So it's, it's sometimes it's those things that we need to think about, those things that nobody told us, but that we just knew unconsciously, but that ultimately do affect us. And you matter. Everybody matters. And the only person that can choose you is you. It doesn't matter that your father or your mother or that partner or that friend choose you. None of that will matter if you're not choosing yourself. Which is ultimately loving yourself and accepting yourself. Accepting every part of yourself. And that's a beautiful place to be. Because I don't know if a lot of us fully get to that in our life. And I think we get so bogged down with little things and worries and work and obligations what other people think that we're not living our life life is short our our, our soul is eternal 
of course, and we may come back and live many lives, but this life is this life. That's it. And I think more and more I'm understanding this presence, even though it's hard for me to get into that energy of being fully present. It's, I think it's something that we all strive for in the, the most amazing way, but it's hard. Everything in this 3D matrix is pulling us away from the, the present moment. And ultimately spending time with ourselves, getting to know ourselves so that we can choose what we do with our life, who we invite in to share our energy, what we do with our energy, what we create with it. Some people, especially it being Mother's Day, will create life. We're going to create life. We're going to create something for the future. We're going to create these human beings that can do amazing things in the future. And other people will create work. Like I look at my work as, as something I'm creating energetically like I'm helping people see and heal and deal with things and accept themselves and fully feel safe that's what I feel is like my creation and all of us can do it in different ways you have to choose what you're going to do with your energy so I'll leave the episode at that I think I've been talking too much my throat's getting dry (laughs) but I hope this episode helps you see some of these things and even though I'm not going into very very specific things I challenge you to start looking at what your life could look like if you chose yourself and start moving in that direction because you have nothing to lose and you deserve it all right I'm going to link everything below I'll try to link the episode where I talk about my journey because I think some of you, if you're new to that podcast or you haven't listened before, it'd be interesting for you to just um, maybe listen to it if you're curious. I mean, it's old. It's years old. We're in our fifth year with the, episode, with the podcast. It's great. It's so crazy. Um, or fifth season. Um, but I really hope you enjoyed this. I'm going to be talking more and more about the family system and healing which hopefully will help a lot of you on your journey and yeah I'm sending you all a big hug lots of love and light and I hope you have a great day a great week a great weekend wherever you are in the world and I'll I guess we'll see you next week with a new episode bye guys